This is Michael Caine. Let's talk about the game. Elbow, forearm, he's going to be down. The result of the play is a touchdown. And then the flag that was thrown on this was picked up. Oh, did it get the face mask? So by rule, the game is over. The Lions Hangover. All right, welcome to another episode of the Lions Hangover podcast. I am your fabulous host, Brad. I appreciate everybody joining me on YouTube. And of course, you can find me, as always, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Don't forget, you can also check me out on all of the social medias. You got the X. Twitter, the Facebook, and the Instagram. Uh, So today, it was a good day. As you can probably hear, my voice is a little bit weak, and that's because I was screaming my head off down at Ford Field, uh, where the Lions beat the Falcons 20-6. to And uh, what an impressive game on defense today. I would say defense was the main story. Uh, The offense did fairly well. Uh, you know, of course, but the defense uh, definitely got all of the attention. Uh, So what went right for the Lions today? Uh, See, I don't even like that. Uh, Let's just talk about what went wrong for the Lions today. Hell, did anything go wrong for the Lions today? Uh, It was better coached. It was... uh, better executed on the defense the you know there's just not much to say about the offense I mean there are definitely some highlights but what happened on the offense is Sam Laporta got his first touchdown on a huge bomb from Jared Goff Jared Goff did had an did have an interception today but it was not a pick six it was a bad thrown ball but it was a good decision he just uh missed I believe it was St. Brown uh over the middle it was going to be a pretty big pass like 20 yards 25 yards Nothing too crazy, but yeah, Jared Goff was just a little bit too ahead of St. Brown. So uh, that was his interception of the game. Um, Man, I I just don't even know where to begin. There's just so much to say. It was so loud. It was potentially louder this week than it was last week, even though I believe there was less people there. Uh, Lions got on the board first with a Riley Patterson 37-yard field goal, and then... uh, Young Ho Koo, he countered for the Atlanta Falcons with a 48-yard field goal of his own. And then was the Sam Laporte, a 45-yard pass from Jared Goff uh, with 10.05 into the third quarter. And then with uh, 1.53 remaining, Riley Patterson had a 24-yard field goal. And that was it for halftime. And then uh, not any scoring going on in the third quarter, but there was a touchdown with 9.50 left in the fourth quarter. It was a Jared Goff three-yard run, and it was a planned run. It was a scripted run. It was designed for Jared Goff to run, and I swear they've been setting this up for two and a half years, it seems like. This man does not run. He's not known for running. He's not known for scrambling. And then out of nowhere, everybody bit on the fake, and he practically walked right into the end zone untouched because nobody is thinking Jared Goff is going to run the ball. So that is pretty crazy. Now, Atlanta did get 
One more field goal with 419 left in the fourth quarter. Uh, Koo did kick in a 24-yard field goal. Now, this was a better coach game. I do have a few notes, uh, though. The very first play of the game, <coughs> excuse me, I had to write this down. Uh, Jared Goff, as soon as it happened, I was like, what, what are you thinking, Jared Goff? It was like he was going for, uh, he was trying to get a call for a pass interference or something like that. He basically threw the ball into the ground. Uh, I'm not sure who the receiver was. I think it was Gibbs, but he, he threw the ball uh Gibbs was taken down but it was like at the line of scrimmage so it's like there, there's not going to be a PI call there it was just the weirdest call but of course I mean I take that note thinking oh man here we go it's going to be a bad day for golf today but it wasn't a bad day so that note is kind of pointless so I, I think I'm just trying to nitpick a little bit, you know, and along with the interception. I mean, Jared Goff had a good day. He had a fantastic week last week, and I don't feel like I gave him enough credit on the show. But this week, I'm going to try to give him his props. He's playing solid. I don't care about the interception. It happens. Uh, overall, he's smart with the ball. Uh, his weaknesses are the deep throws, though, of course. He, you know, most of his passes are very safe they're seven to nine yards uh but he completes them and you know one thing i've noticed so far this year over last year and even previous seasons is he is hitting the receivers more in stride this year than he has in previous games so that's pretty solid as well i do okay so it was a better coached game as well as i was saying however there was one call that i did not care for there was a third quarter the Lions were in Falcons territory on the 42-yard line. Uh, and it, it, it comes up as a fourth and eight. Now, this would have been a 60-yard field goal. I know it is an awkward spot on the football field. Uh, it would have been a 60-yard field goal attempt. I know that's out of Riley Patterson's territory, but this is the one time where I'm like, you know what? This is when you should go for it on fourth down. However, I love Jack Fox, and Jack Fox did a fantastic job. He punted today. Uh he was pretty unbelievable. We'll get to his stats in a little bit, but they elected to punt instead. And that's the only time throughout the game where I felt like I disagreed with what Coach Campbell was doing. That was that third quarter Lions in Falcons territory on the 42, and they punted fourth and eight. So now I'm just repeating myself. Uh, so Desmond Ritter, he finished 21 of 38 with 201 yards. Bajan Robinson had 10 carries for 33 yards. And Kyle Pitts led the team, Falcons, with five receptions for 41 yards. So that just goes to show how much Lions defense shut down the Atlanta offense. Now, I know there's not a whole lot of people in Atlanta that love Desmond Ritter. However, he has played solid the last two weeks in the fourth quarter. He's sort of like uh, grown a, a comeback reputation. Uh, but that was not happening this week in Detroit. Bajan Robinson, of course, he's played a stellar two weeks. He got nothing today. So they pretty much took him out of the game plan where Atlanta had to start throwing the ball if they thought they were going to win. So, <clears throat> but that's enough about Atlanta. Let's talk about Detroit. Jared Goff finished 22 of 33 with 243 yards for a touchdown and an interception. Like I said, that touchdown was to Sam Laporta, and it was fantastic. And I'll tell you what, if you are a superstitious person, then you should probably thank me for Sam Laporta having a fantastic day because I just cut him from my fantasy football team. And wouldn't you know it, he explodes for huge points in my league. Uh, 
but I did put in a new waiver request, so hopefully he can come back to the team. Uh, Jameer Gibbs led the team in running today with 17 attempts and 80 yards. It was a pretty good day. Man, he had a couple big runs. You know, I think he had like a 20-yard run once. Uh, I really wanted him to get in the end zone. I really wanted him to get his first touchdown of the season. That didn't happen, so perhaps this Thursday coming up against Green Bay, that will happen. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown had nine receptions for 102 yards. He did not get into the end zone, though, but he was uh, fairly active. I know he was questionable throughout the week, but he did not look injured at all. Now, I guess if I had another complaint is that the ball was not spread around enough on offense. Uh, Only four different people uh, caught the ball on offense, four different receivers. Amon Ross St. Brown, Sam Laporta, of course, he was a big part of the game plan. He had eight receptions for 84 yards and that touchdown. Khalif Raymond had four receptions for 55 yards, and it is growing. His reputation is growing. He is underrated and underappreciated. You cannot stress enough uh, how much Khalif Raymond means to this offense. And I kind of wonder, he seems to be the deep threat right now. How much of a role is he going to be in three more weeks when uh, Jamison Williams comes back? Yeah. Uh, And then Jameer Gibbs, he caught one pass for two yards. Now... Let's get to the defense. This is where all of the highlights were. And I wish I was in a position where I could just show highlights to everybody, but that's not happening right now (laughs) with my current setup. Brian Branch is probably, to me, the player of the game. I know the Lions called uh, Hutchinson the player of the game. That's fine. Hutchinson had an amazing game. I just feel like Brian Branch was freaking just unbelievable. He was everywhere on the field today. He stopped. So many critical moments uh, for Atlanta. Uh, So many pass breakups. He had 11 tackles a day. That's amazing. And they were solid tackles. And he is putting on hits. He was all over the field. He was breaking up passes. Uh, Tracy Walker is somebody else who I thought had a fantastic game. He almost had two interceptions today. It would have been amazing. One interception would have been like a freaking unbelievable catch because it would have been between his legs and at his feet. But it was reviewed, and it turns out that it did hit the ground. And then he dropped an easy one later in the game. It was already kind of put away. It definitely would have put the the game away at that point. However, he still, I thought, played a really good game. Jacobs had a little bit of trouble, but he still got seven tackles today. Uh, Anzalone had a solid game. And then, of course, here is Hutchinson. He had two tacks. Two sacks, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery that happened at the end of the game. You could just tell, though, this defense was hungry for sacks. They were so starved the first two weeks, and it finally, like, it it just erupted, I think would be the best way to explain it. It's just Desmond Ritter had no time. That offensive line had trouble all day. They could not stop. The Detroit Lions front seven, they just struggled all day. It was amazing. It was one of my favorite games that I've been to so far. Um, Let's see, seven sacks on the day. Hutchinson had two of them. Harris had one. Jack Campbell had one. Derek Barnes had one. Aleem McNeil had one. And Benito Jones had one. I think that's all seven. Everybody played fantastic. I don't think there was a, a... 
specific defensive person where you're like, ah, they didn't have a great game. I mean, I know Jacobs was picked on a little bit. The refs called some pass interference plays. I didn't agree with them. Maybe I'm being biased, but just from my seat, from what I saw, there was not anything for uh, indicating pass interference. Um, And I I believe there was a personal foul call, too, on Brian Branch. I a hit with the helmet i thought it was a a clean hit uh but you know those things happen you have to overcome them and the lions did this week so i mean i guess there's there's nothing to complain about uh or nothing big to complain about i'm just giving my opinion on it though uh riley patterson had those two field goals as long as was 37 yards of the day uh they used them when they needed to uh you know like i said i know they weren't going to use them for that 60 yarder but that's fine because Jack Fox had six punts. Three of those punts were inside the 20. He had a total of 274 yards today. That's pretty amazing. I, I love Jack Fox. He is an undervalued uh, weapon as well. <clears throat> uh, I, I'm just going through the game in my head. It, it was a solid game all the way around. I mean, you, you want the offense to score a few more points. Uh, Jared Goff seemed like he struggled a little bit more in the second half than he did the first half. Uh, that's when the interception came. But no points came off of that interception, I don't think. It, it may be a field goal, but I don't think they got any points off of that. I mean, you held a team, an NFL team, to no touchdowns. They only got two field goals, and that's... Man, that's pretty solid. And seven sacks. There should have been two interceptions. Uh, Just the Lions were unbelievable today. And there literally was nothing that the Falcons could do to stop them. I I feel like it was a bigger victory than it was. I know the score was only 20 to 6, but it it might as well have been like 30 to 6 or, you know, 40 to 6. It's just the Lions seem to be in control all day and the Falcons just couldn't do anything. It was like Bajan Robinson, you know, there was a whole lot of hype coming in and, and, and ultimately he couldn't do anything. And Desmond Ritter, you know, he's, he's got the, the comeback kid thing going on and, and he couldn't muster anything together at the end. Uh, it just a solid performance all the way around on, on both sides of the ball. Um, there was almost a big play on, on special teams, you know, Khalif Raymond, he was probably one or two guys away from breaking something loose. You know, huge. Uh, he didn't get much of an opportunity to shine because you know, they only scored twice. So there was only three kickoffs the entire time. And, you know, one of those was a, a touchback. So, oh, it, you know, there's there's not much else I can say other than the Lions defense. This is the way hopefully they can play throughout the rest of the year. This is fantastic for Aaron Glenn. He answered the call. He's like, look, you know, we were mad last week, and, and they they stepped up. They stepped up. They knew exactly what they had to do, and they did it. Uh, I, I guess my only complaint would be the offense. Like, the offense needs to be putting up more points on the board for the weapons that we have. Uh, for the most part, I thought the offensive line did a good job. There's times when I feel like maybe we don't have an offensive line that's good at run blocking. Uh, But, you know, Montgomery's out and Gibbs is just a rookie, so he's still learning. So it might not be the offensive line, but these are just things that, you know, I'm noodling on in my head. So, uh, 
yeah, not too much to complain about. Man, I just, I hope. Now, the Lions make their way to Green Bay in four days. Thursday night football, they play the Green Bay Packers. And how are the Packers doing? They came back and won today, right? Yeah, uh, over the Saints, 18-17. to 17. Uh, Before today's game, the first two weeks, Jordan Love had the highest quarterback rating. Kirk Cousins had the second highest. And Jared Goff had the third highest. That was... That was before today's game. Now, what I saw, the Packers were 18th in the power ranking, so they're kind of in the middle of the pack, maybe a little bit on the backside. I want to say this is still our division, but you try to stay humble and you try to stay realistic. I think the Lions can win next week, you know, but uh, I think the Packers were without Aaron Jones. I don't know if he's going to play Thursday. Uh you know, but Jordan Love, he, he seems to have a handle on the situation. You never know uh, uh, how he's going to respond. You know, it, it the Lions are tied with the Packers right now for first place. The Packers have the tiebreaker because they beat a divisional opponent. I believe that's how that works. Um, but, I mean, the last time the Lions were there on a primetime stage, we all know what happened, and it, it worked out well in the Lions' favor. So hopefully that happens again. Uh, I want more interceptions, though. If Tracy Walker is going to be playing, he's got to catch those two balls. So hopefully that works out. And Brian Branch, I would love for him to have another interception. And maybe maybe it's not an Aaron Rodgers thing. Maybe it's just a Green Bay thing. So hopefully uh, Kirby Joseph can come back and play and get a couple more interceptions against the Packers. Uh, and I believe Hutchinson had some luck against the Packers, too, or Aaron Rodgers. So maybe he'll collect his fourth interception. I did see today that uh, Hutch is the first person in NFL history, at least franchise history, but maybe NFL history, to record 10 sacks and three interceptions in their first 20 career games. So that's pretty impressive. It's always good to to have a category by yourself. So I know it's still early in his career, but, man, I, I can take 15 more years of this, right? Can't you guys? So, yeah, 15 more years of, of Hutchinson and – Brian Branch and everybody else. So hopefully, hopefully the Lions can uh, really turn the corner in franchise history and start, you know, go on a long, I don't want to jinx anything, you know, but like a, if we could just be successful long-term too, and not so much just one season, I don't, I mean, would you take a Super Bowl victory this year and be crappy again for another 40 years? Or would you rather, you know, build slowly and win, like have more of a longevity thing. So uh, hopefully the Lions are are putting the right team together where they can sustain some success for a very long time. And it, and it, and it really seems like they're going to. So uh, as of right now, Dan Campbell seems like he's the guy and and uh, Brad seems like he's he's putting together the right team. They're building it the right way. So. I think that's it for me, though. I don't have much else to say. I'm excited to see this game Thursday night. Thursday night football. Hopefully I won't nearly miss kickoff while I'm waiting to pick up my chicken wings, man. So, oh, and hey, I lost five pounds this week, but I probably gained it all back today at the stadium. You know, it's not like they really serve health food, but no excuses anyway. Uh, 
yeah, that's it for me. Thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. I appreciate everybody's comments on YouTube. Thank you. I always like interacting with anybody that watches the video. So please keep the comments coming. Uh, the thumbs ups on the videos and the follows and the subscribes. I appreciate all of them. So thanks again. And I hope everybody has a great night and I will see you Thursday or Friday. So go Lions, right? Forward down the field.